Chapter 45 A Living Sacrifice Recently, a fellow pastor observed of a major non-Christian movement which has many followers that it was impotent. Its followers, he rightly observed, are neither ready to sacrifice for it or die for it. Does his comment apply also to church members today? One of America's most prominent pastors has said that although we now have a higher percentage of church members than ever before, with 91 million adults claiming to be born-again Christians, never before has the church been less influential in American life. Obviously, the level of commitment by these people is very low. Paul, in Romans 12.1, summons us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice to God. He calls this our reasonable service. The term body in this verse stands, by synecdoche, for the complete man, Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words, 1940. It means that we can hold nothing back. I think of this verse often as pastors tell me of parishioners who are rebellious against God's truth and whose basic premise is too often my will be done. The Lord requires a total commitment, even to death, and He calls it our reasonable service. In other words, God's chief end is not to glorify man and to enjoy him forever. Rather, as the old catechism stated it, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. We can only enjoy God if he comes first in our lives. And if we realize that whatever he requires of us is our reasonable service, we can only serve and enjoy God on his terms, not ours. When the Lord again has priority over us and in us, and his law word truly governs us, then we will have a very different church and country.